Hello and welcome back to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm your host, James. I'm joined by Matt. Hello. You always sound Hello. like Mrs. Doubtfire. I know. Hello. I should, um, should really change it up a bit, should I? It's just natural. I don't know why. It's just... Hello. Yeah, a man dressing up as an old woman. It comes so naturally for you. It does, it does. Every Wednesday, every Wednesday. Um, Today is Tuesday, so, but okay. Yeah, so wait for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yes, we are recording slightly later than normal, um, just due to working and schedules. Busy and that, innit? Yeah, busy and that, innit? <laughs> as Matt says. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're here here on a Tuesday. It's currently twenty five past four in UK time. Um, but we we do actually have some. I don't know. Diff- last week it was a bit of a negative view on things because of the whole European Super League. That's all been swept under the rug. So ninety five percent being swept. Cause yeah, still got Perez still saying they're all binded to it. It's still going to happen at some point. But it's just what a tit that up. man is. Uh, <laughs> like, let's, yeah. let's just be real for a sec. There's three teams left in it still, is there? But, mate, if the clubs have got have signed a binding contract, like there's, they're going to struggle to get out of that. Yeah. And so, it's, it, so it, it's, it's going to pop back up. 100% it's going to pop back up. It'll keep back up. But what, what Perez is going to do is basically... Offer them an option to buy out of it, so he um, can get the money to fund Real Madrid's debt. I thought the country of Spain already did that for him, but he only needs more money. I'm guessing. It's Florentino Perez. Of course, he needs more money. Mm. They're gonna they're gonna try and bring in all these mega Galacticos as they once were, and um, just go completely crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we've we've had the the ESL sort of calm down a little bit. Let's say, like you say, like ninety five percent gone. Um, still a couple of dickheads yeah. out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but now we have the new Champions League format, which has also shaken up the uh, the the old pot of clubs and fans and mm-hmm. and everything alike. Um, so. I don't. I don't really know as much about this because it's not really blown up as much as the ES, ESL did. But this is basically set to begin in the twenty twenty four twenty five season, so still yeah. a bit of time to go yet. Uh, and under the new format, teams are going to play four matches more than what is currently the case. Mm-hmm. They will no longer play three opponents twice, home and away. How it's going to work? They're going to face fixtures against 10 different teams, half of them being at home and half of them being away. And that's essentially going to be the group stage replacement, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Um, This apparently gives the opportunity for clubs to test themselves against a wider range of opponents. The new format should mean that there is more to play for right up until the final night of quotations group stage replacement <laughs> I, don't, I don't know apparently it's, it's going to be a league now um so the group stages are set to be replaced with a single league with 36 teams in it so it's going right. to be a 36 team league table right the top eight teams 
will advance automatically into the round of 16. So you've, you've automatically got your eight there, which are going to be the seeded teams. Okay. So those sides placed between 9th and 24th will right. enter a playoff round. Right. Those who finish between 9th and 16th will be seeded in the playoff draw, meaning they will face a team placed 17th to 24th with home advantage in the second leg. Teams who finish 25th or lower will be eliminated with no access to the Europa League. Okay. So basically, what it's doing is it's saying, right, because your likes of Real Madrid, Barcelona, etc., all, all these elite teams are more often than not going to finish in that top eight. You'd think. You'd think. You'll have the odd few, because obviously there's more than eight top clubs out there. Of course. You'll have your, fl- your few that finish in these playoff places. Yeah. Um, in which they're going to get, not only to play against a side who could be considerably weaker than them, um, in the teams that finish 17th to 24th, because that's a guaranteed placement in which they're going to play. Mm. Um, <clears throat> they also get the home advantage in the second leg, meaning the first game, if they win 3-0, they're basically through. Okay. So it's. I, th- I think it's favouring the bigger teams too much. Well, th- uh, definitely nowhere near as bad as the, the ESL, but... There's always going to be, there should, there should always be perks probably of doing better in a league format than obviously it's like, um, it's like in the championship in this country, like they've always got, third one never play fourth in the playoffs, start yeah. off, they always play someone less than, so on. third will play sixth and fourth will play fifth, so they've always got a slight advantage, like the higher teams that you do well. It's not as if like the top, Eight teams are miles, miles, miles better than the teams that will come in the next day because there is an awful lot, like the whole concept of the European Super League didn't include the likes of Bayern Munich and Dortmund and Leipzig, and you've got PSG that weren't going to be, got, you haven't got Lille in there, you haven't got Ajax in there, you haven't got PSV, there's loads, it's Napoli, the, the list endless, yeah. there's loads and loads of teams, so it's not as if there's going to be a massive gulf in class between the top eight and the next eight teams. So I don't think I do it's, definitely no, it's definitely nowhere near as bad as the European Super League. Nowhere near as bad. Um, well, yeah, because there's, there's still accessibility for any yeah, team. People, people any team league. can still really qualify. Obviously, depending on what league and where you finish, and it's not a closed shop. And you, you can during the two, I know it's easier to beat a team one off in one match, but the whole concept of the Champions League. Last sixteen foot moving forwards isn't actually changing, really. Do you know what I think they should do? Quarterfinals, semi-finals, and finals. So it's not a massive overhaul. It's just a way of getting to that last sixteen. Yeah, the the last sixteen from there on's not changed. But yeah. I think they should. So you know how they're adding four matches. Yeah. They should take away four matches as well, as in Where from? not do second legs, and play at neutral venues. Because the the whole unpredictable, the whole uproar has been about adding games. Yeah, I mean, you see Pep going on about it, saying that uh, they need to add more days to a calendar year. 
to be able to fit them in sort of thing because True. there are a lot of games let's be honest i mean when they stack up they really do stack up oh, absolutely um i mean you've got teams sometimes playing three possibly even four games within like a an eight-day period sometimes it's ridiculous Oh, um, anyway. And yes, we get the whole argument that footballers are paid billions and they should be able to do it anyway. We get that, but they are also humans as well. Yep. Um, so the the addition of four games, I don't mind, but I feel like they should strip it down in the later stages because then they can spread them 10 games out in the group, the league stage, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. They can spread them out longer because the first leg will be just that game there won't be a second leg it'll okay. be a round of 16 knockout at a neutral venue yeah. and each year all they do they pick a country okay or, or how about this so the, the winner of the the 2023-24 season right. say for example it's Real Madrid next year's knockout stages are hosted in Spain so on so forth mm. and if, if Juventus win it in the first time of this new format, the following season, knockout stages in Italy. Okay. And they, they go like that. That's a fair way to decide it. And then if a team keeps winning it, tough shit. It'd <laughs> be better. <laughs> like, that, that's just how it is. That's that's football. But I, I think that the games that, that they're adding is what's kind of pissing people off. I think they should assess it elsewhere as well. I've yeah. got no objection to this league format and like how you've just broke it down there are plenty of teams in there that that can throw up su- surprises over a 90 minute game wherever yeah, so yeah. why not throw up them surprises in the later stages as well that's well, that's just how i see it well, i'll Scrap be honest that's one of your best suggestions thanks because there's four games leading up to a fact well you've got 16 quarter semi so you're knocking Who away three, three games so you're only adding one, one game, game which Let's be honest, if you're getting rid of all the second legs, you can push everything back and it'll feel like less games, if anything. Yeah. But I do agree with the fact that it, it would make it more entertaining and there would be more to play for because there's so many different teams all involved in the same league. It could have repercussions on other teams elsewhere in that league table and teams will be fighting for different things. Like There'll, there'll be all sorts to play for. It'd be yeah. crazy. And it would it would be good to see. Um, I just don't think they'd ever knock down the like the quarter semis in the last sixteen into one game because of the the money that those matches bring in. Yeah, because obviously more no, eyes are on yeah. those matches than group stage matches because obviously yeah, every that's why it gets every match. Yeah, every say. further match you go in, into the tournament, deeper into it, more is on the line. So more eyes yeah. just naturally tune into it. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Like this, it's all it's all money fed. Oh, that's, it's, that's football is money nowadays, mate. Yeah. And and as I've been seeing some interesting tweets. The one that's been circulating is is something like um, people say that fifteen year olds or or kids these days aren't interested in Champions League games, but it's down to the broadcasters because when I was younger, it was on ITV. Yeah. When you were younger, I'm sure it was on ITV as well <laughs> on the old black and white screen. Yeah. I was there when. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was oh yeah, yeah was <laughs> wasn't black and white. <laughs> oh god, uh, but yeah, it, so it used to be on ITV. It used to be free to watch. Yep. Um, and now you've got the likes of Sky and BT fighting over who gets to broadcast what. I mean, these days it's pretty much all 
BT in it, but yeah, BT is all Champions League nowadays. But the the prices that they charge are extortionate, and yes. I've also seen about people saying um, about how much BT and Sky care about the fans now over the old ESL thing. No, do they? They should. They should. Uh, Hack the prices, considering they care so much about the fans. Yeah, I don't see that, man. Yeah. So, so it's all just a big money game. Everything yeah. is just a big money game. And they just want to try and get more football in and, and more games to get more money, Amen. bigger contracts in TV yeah. rights, and that is purely all it is. Absolutely. But I'm not going to lie, it would make it a little bit more entertaining. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. But, oh well. Um, so overall, do you think it's a good idea, bad idea, or what? Um, I'll be honest, man. I don't think there's anything wrong with the current current setup of it. Yeah, if it ain't fixed, don't bro. If it ain't fixed, don't broke it. Oh my god! If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's what I was I've, trying to say. Because I remember the Champions League wasn't even the Champions League; it was the European Cup. Which yeah. is just knockout matches straight from the get go, but the group stages just have given it something a bit different, and I, I think it's a cool concept that they have mini league, all these little mini leagues, and top two go through for going. Yeah, Europe, because go I does, like the way it is. Does that it. mean they're going to try and implement things like this into a World Cup and into a? Because um, this is this is for Europa League as well. This this isn't just Champions League. Yeah. This is for Europa League and also Europa Conference. Uh, yeah. Can't remember what it's called now, but there's a there's another European competition that's there coming is. to play, um, which I, I can't even be bothered getting into to talk about because it's just too much looking up. Uh, <laughs> but does that mean they're going to try and bring stuff like that into international tournaments? Maybe I hope not, but maybe I hope not because I like I like how those tournaments are. That's like how yeah. I don't see any, any massive glaring issues with any of the current world tournaments. No. Currently? I mean, there's, there's issues with the Nations League, but I think that's just because it's new and no one yeah. really used to it, yeah. We give it for 10 years, everyone just accepts it. It's like, oh, it's <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, it's just, it's just a thing deal. that we do now. Yeah. <laughs> Glorified friendlies. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I kind of agree with you. It's not broke, so don't fix it. Yeah. Like, you don't really need changing. I don't think so. Um, and I think they've got to think about the players as well in it, but Absolutely. as we just said, it's purely money-based, so they don't mm-hmm. care. Um, next bit of news. Norwich and Watford have been promoted back to the Premier League. I mean, Norwich are likely going to go through as champions unless something drastically goes wrong, and Watford have secured promotion. Yeah. So they're back. First time you're asking as well. Not bad. Both deserving. Obviously, the league table doesn't tend to lie. So, yeah, very deserved. Have you heard about the, the payouts that are supposedly coming through for Premier League clubs now? No. So, because they've both come back of the first time of asking, the parachute, parachute payments. payments. Yeah. yeah. So, I've heard that the two seasons remaining of their parachute payments will be divided between the Premier League clubs that are currently in there. Okay. But... If I was the chairman of a Premier League club and doing all right, like majority of them are, like they're not struggling financially, send it down the lower leagues. Oh, well, you'd think that, mate. But Like, 
just get it down. Like, you, it's not going to be much, is it? Let's be honest. Because, I mean, it's, the figure that I've seen is something like 83 million. Yeah. Something like that. And if Bournemouth get through in the, the playoffs as well, there'll be another set, which is great. So let's send it down the leagues and let's. Because that would. if Imagine if the big six said, look, we don't want that money. Let's distribute it out. Wouldn't everyone back? Yeah, it would definitely help. Yeah. Definitely help. Like, they've all just been framed as money grabbing something or others. Parasites, and... mate. Parasites. Yeah, parasites. Parasites. <laughs> um, so imagine if they turned around and said, look, we, we cocked up recently, so this is our way to apologise for it. Yeah. Let's send all this money down the leagues and mm. let's inject money into the likes of Carlisle, who's can't afford a bin man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hey, there's worse, to be fair, mate, there's worse clubs off than us in League Two. Oh, yeah, we're, we're there'll be of, loads. We're one of the better ones in League Two. We're not like at Exeter, but we're we're not bad. Still, still living off that brand weight money, then. Uh, yeah, and Dean Anderson money. Ten grand every time he puts on a Man United shirt. Really? Really. Quality. I'm just waiting, for, I'm just waiting for them to sell it for 40 mil, and we get 8 mil of it. <laughs> Quality. You'll be flying up leagues. Um, just quickly about owners as well. Have you seen the um, the owner of Spotify and oh, Bergkamp Henry? Yeah, yeah. Or about buying Arsenal. That'd be good. That be good. Um, well, yes, definitely money in Spotify. So you should have it. But yeah, um, why not? Why not? I mean, we might stop seeing Fly Emirates soon. It might just be Spotify on front of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it all in house. Oh, you would Spotify yeah. Stadium. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course you would. Of course you would. Such a massive brand of Spotify. Why wouldn't you use it as your own um, like sponsorship deal and get marketed more around your club? It's yeah. no brainer that Spotify Definitely. Stadium sponsored by Spotify. Do it all. Yeah, absolutely. And then they could use whatever music they wanted because <laughs> Spotify have rights to things. It'd be great. Oh, Arsenal would be rolling in it. It'd be yeah, amazing. It would help. Hundred percent. <laughs> League Cup final. Mm. We had Man City lift their fourth successive League Cup. This is their guaranteed trophy every season, yeah. basically. The last time Man City lost in the um, in the Carabao Cup, Barack Obama was president. We've now gone Trump, gone right through Trump. We're now on Biden. We're not on us. They are America. Yeah, they're on Biden. We're, we're not, not thankfully. Um, but yeah, so the the entirety of Donald Trump's reign, Man City never lost in the Carabao Cup. The last time they lost was something like the tenth of October, twenty sixteen. Yeah, something like that. Been a long time. It's coming yeah, up, man. coming up five years. Bloody hell! Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, man. Uh, it was. Brilliant seeing fans back totaling 8,000 yeah, fans. The energy, do you know what? The energy was mad. It it was like every footballer on that pitch just wanted to two-foot someone man. because the fans were roaring and it was just, oh, there was yeah. a tackle that um, Regulon made and it, everyone were going mental. Oh, <laughs> it I thought brilliant. it was funny that you actually heard um, the crowd booing the ref, obviously. We've had, we've had crowd noises, yeah. but obviously Sky and BT have not been making up Fans booing ref noises and stuff like that. It was just, yeah, it was good, mate. It yeah, good. It's great. It's great. It's... I've missed it so much. Imagine if it had been packed as well. Imagine if it had been full capacity. 
be crazy, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We will. We will. It was good. It was good. Um, one thing I did find funny is that Sky Sports brought up that little graphic, the stats between oh, Mason Ray and, and Mason. <laughs> Mason's played yeah. two matches and won one. Hey. And it even said in brackets, including today. Because he had to. God. Poor guy. I mean, he's only 29. He's the youngest manager in Premier League history. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy that he's he's interim manager. Like, I mean, I mean, fair play, but Absolutely I really wouldn't have put play. any money on Ryan Mason being an interim permanent, manager. Right. Well, yeah, well, interim or permanent, to be fair. It will, imagine if he does get permanent, you know. Well, he won't be at Nagelsmann anymore. He would have been yeah. probably the best choice. Be crazy, wouldn't it? Would be. Be crazy. Um, Spurs basically uh, throughout the game just tried to hold City out for as long as possible. Uh, not many chances, let's be honest. No. But dragging it through to penalties would have been the worst shout of a tactic because I mean we know what City have been like for penalties. Yeah, they've had about eight um, different takers this season. Yeah, so I mean. Attacking that weakness isn't a bad strategy, but just didn't really work out, did it? Because of Laporte's header. Yeah, it took all that. But City had a lot of chances. Lloris made some decent saves, but eventually got through. That's all you can say. They were just yeah. constantly knocking at the door, and they finally opened it. So one answered. <laughs> um, Phil Foden, though, it means he's won basically everything. There is to win at English club level football. Yeah, just got to win Champions League, and Which, then he's, he's won the lot. I think he's twenty years old. So, yeah, like he's, it's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be ridiculous. He's he's twenty years old, and he's well, won basically feet, everything mate. there is to win. Well, at his feet, his class. I mean, let, let's get some international trophies in there as well, and then we'll oh, we can only hope. We can only hope. Only hope. Um, so Premier League highlights from this week. Sheffield United actually won a game of football. Mate, miracles. Miracles, that goal. Do you know what? That goal was absolute shit. Oh. <laughs> the defending on that goal was awful. Let's be serious, it comes mate. You into can't the expect goal you to score a good goal. <laughs> Yeah, but it came into McGoldrick's feet and he's basically in the six-yard box with no one on him. Keeper don't come for him, no nothing. He has time to control it, turn and pick a spot. He probably forgot what to do. (laughs) Um, Newcastle and their on-loan starlet Joe Willock scored a 95th-minute equaliser against Liverpool. And that was following the the goal ruled out two minutes prior from Callum Wilson for handball, which was tight. Yeah, I thought it was tight. Like, his his hand is on his waist. Yep. So, like, it's across his stomach. So, if it would have not hit his hand, it would have hit his stomach. So... I don't, I don't see what the issue is, but uh, it means Liverpool have missed the chance to climb back into the top four. Devastated. Indeed. Uh, Timo Werner finally scored for Chelsea yeah. after they beat West Ham 1-0, beating them into that top four spot. Yeah. West Ham's form, though, are they going to start slipping away? I hope not. 
I hope not. I like, I like the idea of Leicester and West Ham, like not not your traditional top four team pushing for this Champions League spot. I think Leicester should be fine. I, I, I think we take a really bad run from them now to get knocked, especially with the victory last night. And oh yeah, against but, Palace. Yeah, but I know. I really hope West Ham don't drop off and they can still keep pushing to for the fourth spot at least till the end of the season. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree, and I think I think it gives the the bigger teams a reality check as well. Because, like, you look at Spurs, you look at Arsenal, you look at Liverpool, like they're just not performing, and West Ham and Leicester are performing. Chelsea have slumped. I mean, Chelsea fair enough. Performed. Since Thomas Tuchel's come yeah. in, he's he's done a lot better. But recent years, they've slumped. Liverpool, yeah, fair enough, for being an exception to that, but. It's only a matter of time before teams like this start showing them what they're capable of as well. And it's not about all the money that players earn in wages. It's about players wanting to play football and being good at it. Yeah. And that's essentially it. And Absolutely. West Ham and Leicester have got that. Absolutely, mate. So, fair play to them. Let's hope they do get Champions League and teach them a lesson. Um, Manchester City are just two wins away from securing the title without playing a game. Because of Man United's nil-nil draw with yeah. Leeds, poor game that as well. If City win at the weekend and Manchester United lose, it would mean City win the title. Yeah. So I mean, it's That's it's within touching distance. Yeah. Um, and it could all be over. Uh, and then finally, Burnley hammered Wolves four nil to strengthen their chances of staying up by moving nine points clear of the drop zone. And, and <laughs> so Chris Wood got a hat trick, didn't he? This game, yeah. and they narrowed it down so much to give him some kind of record for it. So he was the first player in the Premier League this century to score a hat trick in the first forty-five minutes away from home. I know, mate. That's a great record. Like they might have, might as well have said, "You are the first player to score with your left shoelace undone, but your right shoelace tied yeah. up, and your right sock pulled up, and your left sock." Mate, down. I'd won that record. <laughs> like it's just so narrowed down. Like just feel like, well done, congratulations on your hat trick. <laughs> I definitely great. won that record. He's the first. What is New Le- New Zealand, isn't he? Yeah. So you're the first New New Zealand to score a hat trick in the last ten years. Yeah, it's just do that. <laughs> Sounds better. <laughs> Job done. Um. Oh, I I actually got my uh my sound clip on for this. So Matt, do you want to try and give it a go? Is it should I stay or should I go now? It is indeed. Should I stay or should I go now? There we no, go. Yeah, um, yeah. This is this cool. is. Should I stay or should I go? This is where myself, Matt, and you, the listener, are building a squad for the Euro twenty twenty Championship this summer in twenty twenty one. So far, we have the full twenty three man squad. Although there are talks of it extending to twenty five, has that been approved? I don't know if it has. I know they're allowed to use five subs, but I can't remember if they're allowed 25 players or not. I'm not 100% sure. sure But either way, we have 23 men in our squad. We need an overhaul because it's been a couple of weeks since we've done it and some players have dropped off, some have done better, etc. So we need to to chop and change a bit. Yes, sir. So 
I think we make a few changes, and if we disagree on any, we can put them up to votes, and then you listening can head over to Twitter and vote on which one you think deserves a place more. Uh, I'm just going to quickly run through the team because it's been a while. So, goalkeepers, we have Pickford, Pope and Henderson. I don't think there's many no, arguments stay. for anyone to be changed there. So, uh, Defenders, we've got Stones, Wambasaka, Shaw, Keane, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Harry Maguire and Ben Chilwell. I think there's a couple there. Yeah, there's could, a couple there you could, could, you could look so. at. Uh, midfield, we've got James Ward, Browse, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Henderson, Madison, Rice, and Mount. Again, I think there's a couple there we could maybe yeah. look at. And then attack, we've got Kane, Calvert Lewin, Rashford, Sterling, Saka, and Lingard. And again, I think there's one or two there we could. Yeah. Could look at changing. I mean, there is a lot of players we've not got in this. I mean, the likes of Kyle Walker. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Tri- Sancho is Trippier's one. not in there. Uh, Trippier's not in it either. Jude uh, Bellingham, Connor Greenwood, Cody. Connor Cody. The, there's, all a, there's a lot people of people are push knocking on the door. Yeah. Uh, so I reckon we start with defence, Matt. So we've got okay. Stones, Wambasaka, Shaw, Keane, Trent, Maguire and Chilwell. I uh, think... Oh, yeah. go on. What were you going to say? Out of there, Keane. Question yeah, mark Keane on him. To go. <sighs> Pains me to say this, but Let's get Wan-Bissaka. realistic now. Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Yeah, he was he was my other one, and I think the rest are going. Yeah, I think you're bringing so, in, I think you're bringing in Kyle Walker and probably Kieran Trippier. Have you got enough centre halves there? No, no, we've got we've got two centre halves. Oh God, we need we need. We need I reckon we need a Kyle Walker and we need an either Connor Cody or a Tyro Mings. And oh, I think given Cody how for the me, seasons mate. have gone. I know, but looking at how the seasons have gone so far, I know. I think you've got to say Mings. Ugh. England are not strong enough for centre half. I know it's really not bad, isn't it? strong enough because the fact that we're debating Tyrone Mings going to the England squad does not make me feel comfortable. I know. I agree with you, and That's believe all. you me, bloody Connor Cody, former Blade, I'd have him in there. Fair enough, we're only on Lawton, but. Still, he's played for Blades. He pulled on that Blades shirt. And that should be held against him. But but I'm looking at their seasons, and I mean, Wolves are getting creamed in and out this season. I still think Cody's better than Mings. But, yeah. Yeah. You happy with Mings going in there? No. Must be, I know must you're be, not. But... There must be another English centre half. Come on, come on. Um, um, Michael Keane. No. <laughs> Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer. Would Southgate's you? love child always gets in the squad. He does. He does. Uh, so what we're saying here? Are we ended up doing a three-way tie for Mings, Cody, and Dyer? I can probably think of a fourth. Give me a sec, because I'm still not happy with those three. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be happy with a fourth that you come up with either. Who else has played for England recently? We've got Stones, Maguire. We've just got to pray that neither Stones or Maguire get injured. Stones is currently injured, which is what worries worries me. Well, you better get uninjured. Yeah. Um. I can't think of any more centre-rows. There's Mings, Cody, Keane, and Dyer. 
Declan Rice can actually play ten and a half technically, but he's definitely better yeah, used I, in midfield. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh God, yeah, it's one of those three, mate. I think. Right, what we're gonna do then is we're gonna do Dyer Mings or Cody, and that yeah. can go up for vote as a defensive yeah. option. Um, so check Twitter for that one, and we'll move on into the midfield. Okay. So we've got uh, James Ward Prowse, Foden, Grealish, Henderson, I'm happy with Madison, everyone Madison. on this list apart from Madison. Yep, I'd agree with that. Personally. And you know what? Hendo's a doubt. I'm going to get shot for this, you know, but you Grealish have missed a lot of season. I, I don't think, think he's going. Uh, I still think... I think because Grealish. of this injury, because of this injury, it, it took a lot for him to get him into the squad anyway. And I think because of this injury, it's it's... Put huge doubt on his chances. I'd still have Grealish. I would as well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying it from from my own point. Of view. I'm saying it from Southgate's point of view. How long did it take him to get him to pull on an England shirt? At least three years of people talking about him, and he did a full year consistently. But that might be a reason why this. He just still keeps him in. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm happy for Madison to go because Madison. He's, he's just not he's not consistent enough. Obvious replacement for him is going to be Calvin Phillips. Because he is another Southgate love child. He'll be going. He will be going. Yeah, I think he's played the most games under Southgate in the last... In the qualifying and all sorts. Well, recently, anyway. I want to put Bellingham in. So do I. But with these lot... <laughs> Ugh. To be fair, you're probably you're probably losing an attacker. Eh? I think how many fields we got? One, two, we got seven defenders. One, two, three, four, seven midfielders. Mm. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Phillips is going, mate. I know he will. But what I reckon's going to happen then is Grelish won't go, and Phillips will go for Grelish. And I, I agree that Mount is not uh, not Mount. Uh, Mount will be going because he's be going. so far up uh, Mount's ass is Southgate. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think he's going to end up taking Foden and Mount. And I, I do want him to take Grealish, don't get me wrong. But I think the injury, there's five games left at season. And he's still not fit. I don't, how long? When is he even due back? I don't know. That that's that's the thing. He's been injured pretty much since about mid February. Yeah. And he's been out a good few months. And even the likes of bloody Roy Hodgson wouldn't take someone that unfit unless it was someone like Harry Kane, who is a guaranteed starter every single game. Yeah. And I, I don't think Grealish is a guaranteed starter every single game. And I think for that reason, he won't take him. Um, I don't so know. I, reckon, I don't know. This is, this is what I'm suggesting to you. I reckon we do. We take Grelish out. I don't want to do it, but this I think this is what we've got to do. We take Grelish out right. for Bellingham and Madison out for Phillips. Okay. Is Hendo still injured for Liverpool? Is he going to be back? I don't actually know. I don't know. I don't know about Henderson. 
You check, see if he's injured. Have a, have a, have a note. Well, Hendo. Hendo. So. Hendo's injured. Phillips is in, and. Who's the other one? Bellingham. Yeah. Bellingham is in. I yeah. really rate Bellingham. Yeah, so do I. Just, so do I. He can sort of play any role in midfield as well, which is what's yeah, good about him. Last play, Liverpool play on so, Saturday. Um, I'm yeah, I'm happy with that midfield. Henderson wasn't in the squad for Liverpool at all. So okay. are we thinking Henderson, Henderson might Henderson might be a doubt, mate. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting to take him out, but... Put Grealish back in for Henderson. Do you think Grealish would go over Henderson? I think if Grealish is fully fit, I think he'll end up going ahead of Bellingham. Uh, I don't think he's going... I don't think there's guarantee Bellingham will be in the squad. I think he's only in there because of injuries. Do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if... I don't think Southgate will commit to him for the championship. But he, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be disappointed if he did. Because I really rate yeah. him, but he's young. Yeah, I just same. don't think. I think he'd probably go for a bit more experience. You say experience though, but I reckon Bellingham and Grealish have pulled on England shirts same amount of times. True, but I mean just career experience, age, more matches played. Just I get, I get what you're saying. But young Ed. comparing the two, the two players, one's playing first team football for Bayern Munich. Dortmund. And not Bayern Munich, Dortmund. That's the one. And I'm thinking other kid. What's other kid called? Masaila or something. Mm. I was thinking him. Um, but yeah, he's playing first team football for Dortmund. Playing in Champions Leagues, etc. Yeah. And Grealish is playing just Premier League football. No, I get that. So th- there is that comparison as well. Um, but I am game to take Henderson out and put Grealish in. But if they're both injured, we've then got to think of someone else to put in. Take Henderson out for Grealish. Yeah? Yeah. Because let's, let's all be honest, Henderson's really not had a good season, has he? Yeah. Like, any Liverpool player hasn't had a good season. Uh, so we're leaving the midfield at James Ward-Prowse, Phil Ford and Phillips, uh, Grealish, Bellingham, Rice and Mount. Yeah. Uh, so we'll move on into the attack, which is... Harry Kane, Calvert-Lewin, Rashford, Sterling, Saka and Lingard. And do you know what, Matt? I need to say it because it's got to be said, Lingard has to go in this. Go, as in go to the tournament or go for my squad? Go right? to the tournament. Yeah, I see it. I, oh. We were joking and we were, everyone were taking the piss, but honest to God, he's the most informed out of any of them on that list. I think there's one player... In danger of all these, I think it's your love child, Saka. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I see know. him. I'm seeing. I see him. The the one being cut, and they probably yeah. end up being Jaden Sancho in ahead. He- personally, even though I'd like what to see Greenwood in there. What are you on about? We've got Ollie Watkins. Don't need one of them too. <laughs> one for one, you know, mate. One for one. So is David Nugent, mate. Do you want to recall him back to the squad? <laughs> yes, if only. <laughs> Bit retired from international duty now. I think Saka's out and Sancho's in. Yeah. I don't think that's anything unfair on Saka, to be honest. Well, I just think no, that's I how it's going to go. I agree because let's let's be honest. At best of times, he's carrying that Arsenal side some games. So it is. 
it is harsh on Saka, but I mean, you've got Jadon Sancho there. But then again, is Sancho still injured? I think he's playing now. Yeah. I'll have a look. <laughs> you get on the injury updates. Oh, um, dude, is checking their last match. I'm just seeing if he's in the squad. I'm up. All right, fair well. Yeah, that was um, last week in the Champions League. But yeah, because he, he didn't feature against City at all, did he? Um, when City played him. So I'd, I don't know. Um, but if, if Sancho is injured, then I think it would be Greenwood. Oh, but then again, does Southgate like Greenwood anymore? Because I know he had his issue, but he's young. Yeah, Sancho came off the bench for Dortmund against um Right, so San- Sancho's back in this squad. Yeah, then, Sancho yeah. came on. I'm I'm happy with that. So Saka is out, Sancho is in. Yeah. Lingard has got to stay in this. He's just got to. Yeah. Um Sterling is is again he's got to. Yeah. Rashford is got, got to. to. Carlton is to. the main backup striker to Kane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you could have argued Tammy Abraham, but he has been no. non-existent this season. So it is all Calvert Lewin as that backup striker. Um, so we've we've done a lot of rejigging there, and we've only got one vote to put in for it, which is I'm happy with. Um, yeah, it's that it's that centre back options that they're what's hitting us. It's England's weaker spot is the centre half. Yeah, hundred percent. So I mean, we've got Maguire and Stones automatically in there. Yeah. Um, and then what? it's between out of all them. What the lineup be? Do you think the lineup? I'd and what I'd formation? I'd just go four three three. Yeah, I'd say Walker. Well, Keeper would be Pickford, Walker, Stones, Maguire, Shaw, Luke Shaw. Yep. Um, midfield. See, this is the hardest bit. The midfield. Dyer, not Dyer. Sorry, Rice. Rice, Foden, and Mount. But that is a young midfield. Or oh, Rice, Foden, and James Ward-Prowse for his deliveries. And have Rice and so have Rice and uh, Ward-Prowse sort of sit alongside each other. It's a lot of faith from some like not very experienced England players. This it is, isn't it? Like, that midfield is where we're. How where many we're caps are? How many caps have we got in our England midfield right now? Like not as a many. combined, not many. Probably about twenty. I'd be amazed if it's over thirty. <laughs> Definitely, like, it's, it's it's really not many. I mean, I think out of all them players, I'd say Rice. Oh, yeah, Rice, Mountain, Foden, probably Foden. No, not Foden. Ward Prowse. Well, you wouldn't play Foden. Oh, oh, you're saying who you start? Sorry, I thought you were still on about caps. No, start. Oh, go on. Who, who are you saying to start? Rice has got to because he's the most defensive-minded yeah. out of all of them. Foden has to for me. <clears throat> that third one. It's also the sort of midfielder you want because if you get the Rice sitting, you've got Foden free roll and it pushing on, then someone to connect the two. Mason Mount might I be think, the best shout. I think it's got to be between Mount or Ward Prowse. And I think he'll go Mount. Yeah. So I think out of them, you're looking at Rice, Foden, and Mount. Yeah. And do you know what? Foden and Mount, as as small as they are, and as um, 
viewed as weak, let's say, the yeah. the fragile because they're small, they charge down. They charge people down. Like if you've got someone trying to progress in your midfield, they will literally be on their tail. Yeah, they're like little bulldogs. Um, so they literally won't let someone go, and they'll keep chasing, which is probably a preferred option over someone like. I don't know, let's say Jack Grelish, who yeah. might not track back as much as what you like to afford yeah. an amount. I'm not saying Grelish doesn't track back. I'm just trying to make an example. Um, and then attack. Who are you going with? Kane up top, obviously. Kane, Sterling and Rashford. Yeah. Rashford I mean, on the left-hand with, side. With Sancho part- being injured. I'd, Rashford on the left-hand oh, side, partner and Shaw down the left flank. Because you've got the Man United link there. You've got Sterling with Walker. Kyle Walker on the right side. Links well. Yeah. Kane obviously through the middle. Yeah. Can't, look, can't look past that. Yeah. And that is what's going to bring the Euros home. Yeah. It's done. It's decided. Don't, it's even, don't have to even play him now, mate. No. It's yeah. done. Simmed it. <laughs> done. Won it. <laughs> uh, but that was should I stay or should I go so the vote is going to be up for that centre back edition um, and then if obviously we get any injuries coming up because I mean there is always one major player that gets injured before the tournament I know in our look it'll be Harry Kane oh god don't don't Mourinho just puts a brick through Daniel Levy's window as he's trying to get Kane to sign a new contract it's him in the end yeah typical uh, <laughs> That's such a Mourinho thing to end up doing as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Checking our kid out. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, yeah, that that is... Should I say I should go? So head over to Twitter to vote on that. Uh, it should be live alongside the episode. So just head over and uh, vote on which one you think would get the spot. Yeah. Um, and if you would like to head over to our Twitter or Facebook, you could do so by searching for... At Footy Foundry, Footy Foundry... And check out our partners, the Beautiful Game Network. You can check, you can find them on Twitter by searching for BGNFM. And finally, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves. They're the official provider for the MLS, USL, and US Soccer. You can get yourself a custom-made scarf for your team at roughneckscarves.com. And that is us done for yet another week of football. I mean, hopefully next week we don't have another European. Ball display, I'm going to say. Okay. Because they're all a bunch of ball bags. Mm. Uh, so hopefully we don't we don't have any stupid stuff like that to talk about. We can talk about actual football things. Yeah. Because that's what we do. We talk about football things. Um, But yeah. So, Matt, would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And uh, we will be back again next week. <laughs>